Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Group therapy this week. Leslie called in and apparently she wouldn't need a little help around the apartment complex. And this guy didn't take notice of that. Yeah, yeah little kid. Well, and we got a lot of text people saying things like, hey, she could do everything herself. She thought that she's a strong woman, but hey, you need to help me with my kid. And they didn't say very nice things after that. Yeah. And then yeah. other people said maybe he didn't want to seem nosy. Well, basically, this guy's just watching her as she's struggling with groceries well, and her little kid as she's walking into her apartment. Now, you describe it as if he's pulled up a chair and is watching things unfold, <laughs> but it might be he's just walking by to do whatever he's got to do, and he happens to just kind of glance that way. Observing from a safe distance, not wanting to impose or anything, probably. I didn't see you there. <laughs> That's what I use. Okay. Well, we have gotten a lot of text on that, and I guess Leslie needs to... Um, I, I want to be nice. Well, one person said I would offer to help no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and of course, you got a kid involved. And women are weird about their kids, and mm-hmm. he, he might be thinking, "Oh, I don't want to go over there and have her wig out on me for being near a kid or whatever." Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have hurt if she would have just said, "Can you give me a hand?" You think? I mean, like, that's the to, whole. I said it over and over in the call. I'm like, women, tell us what to do. We're us. not good at guessing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's like nobody can read minds either way. Well, that's our point. Yeah. We can't read your mind, so tell us if you want help, <laughs> ask for it. Okay. Well, there's some areas, though, Tom, is chivalry dead? I mean, there's some things that we do need to be doing, according to the women. These are examples of that. Well, there's so much scam out there. And you plus, don't know if you're being scammed, if she's setting you up to <laughs> steal your wallet when you're not looking, or, you know, you never know. The and like Kato said earlier it. about the lady who told me not to open the door for her because she could do it herself. You don't even know what the rules are anymore. Okay, but yeah. opening the door is something that the ladies expect. Oh, well, yeah. they do now? Because mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't stop doing that until that lady yelled at me, but... I'm like, I've always been a chivalrous guy, but then you had these women telling us no. Are we talking about car doors or if you're walking into a building yes. before me? Yeah, both All of, of them. them. Yes. Yeah. I think anyone should, if there's someone walking up after you in a building, anyone should hold the door. Okay, does John hold the door for you or open the door for you every time? Um, Just kind of I don't know about every time. Mm-hmm. They always say that when you see a guy opening a door for a woman, like a car door, mm-hmm. it's either a new car or a new woman. <laughs> there you go. Well, and that's just some of the things that they, I guess, women expect. And this could be in relationship or a stranger, either one. So this is what the ladies expect. 
And that is if uh, actually holding the door, I did say that, offering your jacket. Let's say you're on a date or something you're at a oh. restaurant. She's like, ooh, oh, I'm so cold right now. Did you not look at the weather before you walked out the door? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm always cold. So <laughs> you, I, I don't want to give you my jacket. I'm not giving you my Go sit in the car with the heater on. I'll come get you when oh, our table's ready. Lordy. That's okay. the worst part when I, I know the weather is going to be cold, but I'm like, it's going to ruin my outfit. And then I'm freezing all night. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I would give mine up to my wife at least. Anyway, mm, cold now. Okay, examples. Of, Here, Katie, you want my jacket? No. Of jewelry that she actually loves, he checks to make sure she got home safe. Now that's that's very kind. Or is it stalking? No, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> They're on the date or whatever, and they are downtown. Let's say it might be an early date, or or they may have been dating for a while, and she drove and they met somewhere. Hey, he's just going to text or call and make sure you got home safe. That is, that's what the ladies want. And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, he's in love with me already." Uh huh. <laughs> and not to mention the one I dated. Wow. That whenever we w- went home at the end of the date, she turned around and pulled out of the garage door and went back downtown. Oh, no, <laughs> that, that was not a good one for you. No. Okay. She didn't want me calling to check and make sure she got home all right either. All right. Example chivalry of chivalry that she wants. He walks. Closest to the road. I don't know if you know that one or not. Yes, but, but I I do that on dates. You did that to me. Yeah. When we went, when we all went to lunch, and I was walking on the outside downtown Greer, and he shoves me to the right, and I'm like, "Thanks, bro." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was kind of, and, and it's anybody, even your mom or anybody, yeah. if it's a woman, you know, the guy's on the outside in case a car comes or something. But if she wants to walk along the road, let her yeah. do it. Let her do I it. I mean, most likely, the car's gonna hit both of I you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always said. My husband will shove me to the inside, and I'm like, you know, if a car comes over here, we're both going down right. <laughs> All right. No, I was being chivalrous, though. I appreciate it. All it was right. sweet. He walks, or he lets you walk in first to any door. Like, you know, and that's kind you of know. the same thing as opening the door, but he lets you go first in pretty much any situation. You're making this, I mean, I do this, any female friend that I'm out with for dinner or whatever, yeah. I'm doing all these things anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm following, I go, you walk to the table first, I'll come, I'll I'll follow. I will follow you. I think this is very important, especially when you're going through haunted houses. Let her go first. I <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that. This is actually a story. A, a reporter had been in Afghanistan in one of those countries, and at the beginning of the war, the men would always walk several yards in front of the women. And by the end of the war, they had swapped out, and the women were walking in front. He said, this is amazing how the country's attitudes have changed so much that these men have, have stopped being domineering and leading. And the guy said, actually, it's because of landmines. Oh, my. Oh, That's, that's a true story. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was just teasing about her going first in the haunted house. No, you Look what you started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, small public gestures of affection, they say, like a little kiss on the forehead or a kiss on the cheek. I don't do that Should with I my friends. I'm sorry, but if you're going to want that, I'm going to maybe want something, too. Wow. I think maybe a little 10-second Frencher every now and then. <laughs> in public. There you go. PDA. I mean, if you can demand a peck on the cheek or forehead, I think I could ask for a little 10-second Frencher. Did about she demand? Her. Okay. Uh, this is not about you. It's about her. This is these are things chivalrous things that guys can do that she absolutely loves. List. Yeah, she's not demanding. She just would like for you to do yeah. it. Every I would love it. Well, I would she love may not a ten second friendship every now and then. Last two things: Gross. get in the car when it rains. 
That's always good. You see well, that a lot at church or at a store. What do you mean? Oh, getting the car. Yeah, getting the car. Oh. You've gone to the store, and all of a sudden it's raining, and then you're like, okay, I'll go get the car, honey. I thought she meant letting her get in the car. I know. That's what I thought, too. Like, get no. in the car. What do you mean? It's not like you said, get in the car in the rain. Getting the car. No, like you're in the like car looking outside in. at her going, get in the car, honey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hustle. Run yeah. in the rain. And the final one is stepping in during an awkward situation is what she wants. Well, did she cause the awkward situation? <laughs> yeah. Because if that's the case, she's on her own. If it's me, usually yes. Yeah. I yeah. don't want that. <laughs> I have a friend that'll get crazy in traffic, and I'm like, I'm not stopping. I'm not getting out for anybody. <laughs> so put your finger down because you're going to cause a fight. Wow. That ain't good. Yeah, yeah, that's I saw one of those uh, YouTube videos, and this guy ran from the cops. And so the cops finally caught him, and the passengers are like, I had nothing to do with this. He just ran, and I'm stuck in the car. And the cops, of course, are making him lay on the ground. And he's like, I didn't know he was going to run. That's not fun when you ain't. That's the same thing when the women do that yeah. stuff. I wouldn't hang out with that friend again. No, not again. Yeah. The yeah. same with the women. I'm like, you do that to me once. We're <laughs> not hanging out. Well, yeah. Your wife's done that to you many times. No, she's done it to me once. She did it to me that time when we were pulling in the gas station and the big redneck boy pulled in my spot. <laughs> yeah, but she won that fight, didn't she? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Talking about uh, chivalry. We were talking about what things do for guys do for ladies. Yeah, what they want, like offing up your jacket when she's cold or holding the door open for her or getting the car when it's raining outside. Yeah. Well, we got a text that says, One time my brother and I were getting dinner at Jay Peters off 385 several years back, and Cato was walking in with a friend before us, and he stopped and held the door for me and my brother. Don't pretend like you aren't chivalrous. Aww, I try. Sometimes I might forget. Oh, and then. <laughs> Then we got one from Candace and Fountain Inn says that guys let the girls go first because they want to look at her butt. And Kato. from now on? Was that? <laughs> no, that's not Cena. That you're going to give me trouble. <laughs> that does make sense. That's always so awkward when you're going up the stairs and yeah. a woman's in front of you uh-huh. and you're like trying to look anywhere but there. Now I'm going to be the chivalrous one and let everyone else go first. I look down at the steps. Do you? Yeah. Okay, that's very chivalrous. I hadn't thought of that. I'm just trying to make sure I don't trip. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't want to look bad in front of this text. If you did trip, you would be in an awkward position, I've done that in high school twice. Wow. Going up the steps. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, it's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, this is an interesting statistic, but about one out of four men have slept with a stuffed animal as an adult. Yeah. And, you know, it's not really just the men, the women say the same. Uh, even a little more of the women have slept with a stuffed animal as an adult, but mm-hmm. it's still in that one in four range. That's their husband they're talking about. Beast you. Um, but they said that this is an interesting phenomenon, and it also seems to be something younger people are more likely to admit to than older people. So people who are aged 18 to 44, 35% of them say they've done it. But the older ones, it's down to like 15 and 20%. I think I've kind of grown up. I did sleep with stuffed animals when I was a kid, but I do have my favorite body pillow now. And I think guys or adults have their favorite pillows or whatever they do sleep with. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't well, different anymore. people have different things. Body pillows, yeah. just a pillow, and some people don't use anything. My body pillow now is just is at the top of my bed. I just put my other pillow on top to prop up to watch Netflix at night. Does your other pillow get jealous? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't cuddle with my body pillow anymore. We yeah, broke. your your body pillow is the one who should be jealous. Yeah. yeah. I just don't. I don't know why. I guess because I'm all over my bed now. Well, you're growing up. It, it, would, uh, oh. it would keep me from rolling to the other side in the middle of the night to get the cold sun. You guys have just grown apart. <laughs> It'd be a speed bump for me. I can't deal with the speed <laughs> bump. Yeah, I'm trying to roll over. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, uh, that's kind of an interesting thing. Now, a lot of people said they stuffed, uh, slept with a stuffed well, animal as a child. Yeah, I did. Which makes sense. I had my dog rough. I don't remember. What kind of dog was it? It was orange and green and white. Mine was a hound dog named Clem. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I still have that hound dog. I don't sleep with it, but I still have it. Wow, I don't have Ruff. Ruff is long gone. I'm sentimental <laughs> like that. And uh, like for my kids, I know my son has a blanket called Patches that he has slept with and still has since he was a little kid. Boy, I didn't expect this to be as boring as it is. Oh. You brought it up. No, I'm saying all of it. Mine, too. But I know an adult man who sleeps with a, with teddy bears. Now it's getting interesting. Yeah, that's more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, but I, I, he's he's, well, he's a borderline hoarder because oh. he keeps everything. Mm-hmm. Glad you said that, that clearly. Gets, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, any teddy bear he gets, I mean, I think they're all on it. Yeah, his wife sleeps in the other room. Uh, you know, it's because guys never grow up. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say he had a wife. Yeah. I he'd be single. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's all married. Right. Well, some other things that guys never outgrow from their childhood, and I did some research into this. Yeah. Guys never outgrow collecting action figures, Hawk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I got some. I'll admit I got Star Wars action figures. I got some superhero action figures. I outgrew that. Okay. In fact, I don't know if I ever had that. My aunt collects Barbies, and she still has them in the package. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a kid being like, dude, this is the worst yeah. temptation ever. Well, I guess I grew up because uh, my uh, addiction of collecting is uh, antique ashtrays, koozies, and shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to get you a shot glass when I go on vacation yeah, somewhere. Yeah, not make fun of me because ashtrays, they have no value. Action figures These are go up in values. These are antiques. These are like really old. I don't I, use them, but I, they're... I've seen your Holiday Inn ashtray before. Well, I have those for guests. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool, cool actually. That's yeah. for when I have guests over. Okay. <laughs> Other things that men never outgrow... Calling each other bruh or bro. Okay. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> it's kind of weird sounding. I don't do that. It, I don't understand why it's weird. They just said right here they don't outgrow it. Some guys can yeah. get away with it and it looks cool, Tom. But when you do it, there's something different. Bro. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. First of all, I don't say bro. I say bruh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> he's hip. That's all the air he's got. Bro. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I don't listen to you guys for my uh, guidance. I say man. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Man's pretty old sounding, like 1970. Oh, yeah, you got to call me out. No, I'm just saying, I don't I, know if that was I any didn't better. Think so, well, but. what else are you going to say when you don't remember their names? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hurting themselves trying to dunk a basketball. Do that. I've done that. I want to prove it to my kids. Not I me. Got the eight foot goal. You got to get the goal that comes down because <laughs> you can't do the nine foot or ten foot goal. But I'm like, yeah. I need like, a five foot goal. Daddy, dunk it, dunk it. 
The problem is you don't know your body can't do it until after right. you've done yeah. it. Until you well, hit the ground. Yeah. It's that first time you try it, too. You're like, you're getting up there, you're all psyched up, and you're going for it. And, like, and then the ball goes halfway on the rim, and you don't even dunk it. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. It's like slow motion. No. And then you go like, I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Fifteen other times, you still can't do it. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, let me show you how to do this slip and slide so, yeah. as an adult. That hurts. And you all can't right. breathe for an hour. Here's another thing guys don't outgrow, and this won't apply to you so much, Cato, but blowing a Saturday playing video games. Mm-hmm. For, I think you didn't play them ever other than mobile games. Like I mean, on I a did. Device. It, you know, um, did you? I bought a Nintendo, I think, back in the day, and I bought one game, and I played that one game. I don't count. I've been you know giving what? Game Boys in the past that I'll play until I just get tired But of you know what? The video but gaming no, for I, guys mm-hmm. is the same as the equivalent for women in shopping. Except so. that ours doesn't continually cost more. Exactly. Ours just costs that initial, you know, 70 bucks. Now, I enjoy going to an arcade. Okay. Like if like Pinky's Ar- uh, Pinky's Revenge, Br- and Buster and Dave's. I've never been to Dave and Buster's, but Frankie's, even Frankie's, <laughs> when we took Lillian, I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. I had to play too. And shopping is my therapy. Thank you very much. Okay. And sometimes Video it's games cheaper. Are our therapy? There you go. So get off of us. Guys I didn't girls. say anything about your game playing. Okay, <laughs> flexing in the bathroom mirror. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. guys do that. Probably, probably your grandpa does that. No, sometimes. no. I mean, guys do that. You, you and it's not your necessarily flexing your guy. muscle. It's more so sucking in your stomach. I was gonna say it's I don't it. flex. I'm, yeah, you suck I in the get, stomach. Get my stomach back down to here. What it is like? You know what? This is what my stomach could look like if I just lost a few pounds. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> sitting on the sofa with their hands in their pants or. No, I don't, I don't do that. I've never been that guy either. Yeah, but, but a lot of guys will adjust and stuff. No, well, I will adjust if necessary. No. Can I just ask, what is that? How is that socially acceptable for y'all to just walk around and do that? Well, how is it socially acceptable when you adjust uh, and you are moving <laughs> things around up top? With the girls, yes. <gasps> is it this? Oh, well, now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They get... Um, they get Messed up, move. situated. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> they say laughing at farts is something a guy never grows out of. That's true. I, I know. I don't know if Cato, if you ever laughed at him at all. It depends on the situation. You guys, not at all. Right. Not, <laughs> not hot, Tom, Tori, none of them. When y'all do it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I laugh when Tori does. Yeah, it's funny when she does it. Yeah. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, who's wearing the pants at your house? Hmm. Is it her or you or him or who? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, you live single, so you I need know. to have somebody making decisions. I, there's no, I just don't uh, make them. Well, seventy-five percent of all important household decisions are made by women. The women. You know, they say that, but I think it's more complicated than that. Now, we worked with a guy who said he loved to come to work, and he made a lot of important decisions at work. Right. Because when he got home. He didn't want to make any decisions at all and let her do everything, all the deciding. You remember him? No. <laughs> yeah, you There's do. There's been several, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, at least at work I get to make important decisions. When I get home, I don't get to make them. Who was this? Chase. Oh, yeah. he's I, full of crap. I was about to say more things. I'm glad I shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Chase said that, but I think he still had I more don't. say so in his house. No. Than me. I, yeah, know. I know Crystal. She made a bunch. Uh, I mean, just her alone when they were hanging out together. I still see uh, him with her at NSYNC concerts. Yes. Uh, he's not making those decisions. <laughs> I'm going to say that you guys are right and I'm wrong on this because I remember he used to ride in the back seat of the car with the kid. 
Yeah. And she would drive uh-huh. it. Yeah. And that always freaked me out a little. Yeah. And I also remember him talking about begging her for kisses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the day I have to beg my wife for kisses is the day we are having a big talk. But he was cool with it. Well, who's making the decisions and what decisions are being made? The women make most of them, apparently. The study found that women regularly decide on what the couple eats or what the family eats. That's not a surprise. She's cooking it. If I left that to John, we would be eating hot dogs, hamburgers, and pizza every night. And that, too. What's wrong with that? My waistline can't handle that. Yeah, I don't even want that. So it's about you and not him eating healthy and taking care of him. uh, Yeah, I try to make us both eat a little healthier. And oh my gosh, I made him eat cauliflower yesterday and he thought I would kill him. That's really bad. Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Yeah, for me, you'd be behind me in line at the hot bar at Harris Teeter (laughs) if I had to decide where we're eating. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when it comes to picking out a restaurant, we were talking about that the other day. I hate they always You always fight about that. But the last time the woman picked there... We got in trouble with Adam and Eve. I'm going to warn you something about your marriage, just a little warning. When you're at the point where you're like his mom and everything that you have interactions with about food is negative and a fight, that's not good for your relationship long haul. What do you mean? Like if you're constantly making your husband eat cauliflower, that's a bad thing long haul because all he associates you with is this <laughs> negative thing. Is trying to take care of him? No, that's not how he sees it. Tom's saying you should call him for group therapy and we'll talk about y'all's situation later. I'm just glad you explained it when you said marrying someone that's going to act like their mom. I'm like, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> I wasn't going to fire back, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> talking about? Okay, these are the decisions. So she's deciding on what to eat. She's also deciding on where to live in most situations. And mm. when to have kids. Okay. That's more on her anyway. Yeah. I guess, but yeah. I feel like a lot of couples, like the guy, a lot of times they're going to wherever his job is, unless she's making more money than him or he has a job that can move. So that time, I feel like a lot of men have a lot to say about where they're living because their job. Okay. Uh, according to this study, they say when and where to go on vacation. She makes those decisions. She didn't used to, but I've given that over to her because it saves me a lot of work. Like, she does all that booking and all the finding mm-hmm. the deals, and I'm like, you go. Well, mm-hmm. go wherever you want. You know, I think, my friends, I think it, it kind of rotates because, you know, we'll do group outings with friends, group trips. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be the husband who says, hey, I just had this idea, or it might be the wife. Also, yeah. she's saying uh, how to handle the day-to-day decisions, the, just the little small stuff with the kids and stuff like that. But most of the time, a lot of times, the guy's working, so... I've, She's making those decisions. I've basically created, my kids know, I'm like, go ask your mom. Because okay. I just don't <laughs> care. And whatever she decides, I'll roll with it. But it's not because of a giving up of power and control. It's giving up caring. I think a lot of it is who's more detail-oriented. Like, um, who's going to pay attention to those little details and get it done versus half of the project is done? Let's go back hey. to what he said. Yeah, giving up caring. Caring. I'm like, he has apathy towards his family. Not my family. I have apathy towards where we go on vacation. I don't care. Whatever they want to do is fine with me. Okay. Uh, Choosing it sound bad. I didn't mean to. Choosing how to spend spare time is her decision too. Like a lot of times, she'll go, "Hey, you know what? This weekend we're going to go to a pumpkin patch. We're going to take the kids to pumpkin patch." Uh, No. Now, my family, it's more like you're going to take the kids to pumpkin patch. I'm going to stay home. Wow. Okay. You were judging me. (laughs) 
Yeah. Jeez. Also, he does that. she might decide, like, oh, we're going to go volunteer at a soup kitchen this weekend. I wasn't judging you. I'm like, ooh, we get soup? Yeah. <laughs> I was not judging you. That is so mistaken. You told me my marriage was going to fail. I was giving you advice. I was not judging you. Sometimes, Tom, you don't have to give advice every time. I mean, uh, it was good advice, though. Do you think I was wrong about that? Um, You're wrong about a lot of things we don't tell you. <laughs> was I wrong about that? About her becoming his mom? No, about he was going to resent it if she's constantly making him eat cauliflower and crap that you don't want. And sometimes you just don't want to get I mean, you know they're in trouble. Hey. You just don't want to get into it. Okay, that's all oh, I needed. Well, leave, leave him alone. He's at Waffle House while she's working. <laughs> yeah. so he's getting his he's food. cheating on his diet. Like, <laughs> in, in, in the closet eating like biscuits and sauces yeah, somewhere. He, yeah, they'll I, get the I, burger. I just won my argument. Okay, it's not about arguing. I'm trying to tell you what the guys are deciding, what the girls are deciding at house at the house. So so far, I've told you all the stuff that she's deciding for the most part. She also decides when to go to bed for them and the kids. I know that doesn't happen at your your house, Tom. You know what? It's interesting because she tried, and then now she just goes to bed in my daughter's room and tells me to come get her when we're done. Okay, and then the temperature of the house. She's deciding that, or they're battling, because you'll see the thermostat change. How did that happen? It wasn't magic. Someone's <laughs> changing that thermostat. It's always a battle, because the people who are always cold always marry the people who are always hot. I don't get that either. It just ends up that way. Oh, I think it's guys and girls. Most girls are cold, all the time, cold. Well, thanks, Hawk. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kato. <laughs> it's okay. I'm always on fire, so I was thinking the same. I'm sitting here with a hoodie on. <laughs> Zipped so, up. 75% of all important household decisions she's making, and the only two that he makes, what car they drive, and politics. Well, I just, it seems like I need to get married, because I need someone to make some decisions in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I don't need to take part in these conversations, because I don't fit the... You don't, the, the norm at all. I don't, and, and so then everyone is like, eh, Tom's different, yeah, I don't like your, that. Your whole family dynamics is like none other I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know, it's like, been 20 years of... I'm not saying it's not working oh, for okay. you. It just is not normal. <laughs> Tom, people are just jealous of your perfect relationship. Yeah, that's, that's it, Hall. Yes. Nailed it. You should oh, be happy. Well, oh, I didn't say that. You are happy, aren't you? I'm very happy. No, you sound like it. My wife told me so. <laughs> My wife said, you're very happy. There you go. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 